Welcome to the Mind Tricks Radio Distortion of the Day. This is where I explain and discuss in under 10 minutes basic concepts in clinical psychology that I hope you will find practical and useful in your life. Thanks for tuning in. Hey there, Mind Tricks Radio fans. I'm Dr. Aaron Kaplan, clinical psychologist, and today I'm talking briefly about an interesting and tricky type of cognitive distortion called emotional reasoning. As I'm sure you know by now, after listening to previous episodes of The Distortion of the Day, I'm a big fan of examining evidence and data to objectively assess the validity of the way we think about the things going on around us. Emotional reasoning occurs when we use our emotions as the data point or evidence to prove that whatever we're thinking about is true. The logic goes like this. I'm feeling anxious. This means that the thing I'm feeling anxious about must be true. Otherwise, why would I be feeling anxious about it? Or, I'm feeling guilty. So it must mean that I did something wrong or bad. Why else would I be feeling guilty? The guilt I feel is the evidence or data I need to validate the idea that I did something wrong and I feel badly about it. Back to anxiety. Anxiety is arguably the most common culprit of emotional reasoning. Anxiety is anticipatory in nature. I think I might bomb my test this afternoon. Anxiety. I'm imagining myself stuttering, stumbling, and falling apart during my work presentation. Anxiety! I believe an alien invasion force is on its way to destroy Earth and end all life as we know it. Anxiety. For people who frequently feel anxious, their anxiety becomes an integral part of their daily experience, like a well-worn pair of boots. The problem is, when we become so accustomed to anxiety as part of a regular emotional experience, we begin to see anxiety as proof or validation that something is wrong, or that something bad is going to happen. But of course, anxiety is just a feeling, and feelings are generated by thoughts, including irrational ones. So anxiety in and of itself is not a good measure of whether something really is wrong, or something bad really is going to happen. When we interpret anxiety in this way, we are employing emotional reasoning. Guilt is another common feeling that can lead to emotional reasoning. Like anxiety sufferers, people who frequently feel guilty usually wear their guilt like an old pair of comfortable shoes. They tend to feel guilty much more often than most people. My son didn't like the lunch I packed him, and I feel guilty. Because I feel guilty, it must be true that I made him suffer with such a horrific lunch. Otherwise, why would I be feeling this way? My friend emailed me an excruciating message declaring how disappointed she feels in me regarding how little effort I've made to stay in contact with her. Of course, I feel guilty. And because I feel guilty, it must be an indication that I am in the wrong. On a deeper level, people who frequently feel guilty tend to have shame-related core rational beliefs. I'm a terrible parent. I'm an awful friend. I'm a bad or worthless person. I don't deserve to be happy or have good things happen to me. I'm a failure and a screw-up. And then the feelings of guilt that are bound to arise become validations to ourselves that these core rational beliefs must be true. But of course, just because somebody feels guilty, it doesn't mean they really are guilty. Is it really your fault that your child didn't like your lunch? And are you a terrible parent because of it? Are you really such a miserable friend because your friend blames you for not making enough effort? Again, to believe that you are guilty because you feel guilty is an example of emotional reasoning. Anger is another emotion that is prone to emotional reasoning. My blood starts to boil, my muscles become tense, and I start seeing red. Why would I be feeling this way if I wasn't wronged or hurt by somebody? But of course, people can be triggered by all sorts of reasons. I'm waiting for my order at the coffee shop, and I get angry at the barista for leaving me hanging. My husband comes home late. He's just so damn inconsiderate. I have a Zoom meeting scheduled with a coworker, and he no-shows. He's got some nerve. 
I feel angry. And the anger is a validation that I was wronged. Otherwise, why would I feel this way? But of course, just because we feel angry at someone doesn't mean they did anything wrong. Maybe it isn't the barista's fault that the order got mixed up, but a computer glitch in the order system at the coffee shop. Maybe my husband believed he was coming home at the right time that we agreed, and it was a miscommunication. And maybe there was a time zone glitch with the Zoom meeting scheduled, and it threw off the meeting. At any rate, just because I feel angry, the anger in and of itself is not a validation of facts. Now, I want to be clear. I'm not saying that having emotions are wrong or even irrational most of the time. Emotions can provide us valuable feedback about situations, so it's important that we pay attention to them. You're walking down the street at 12 o'clock midnight and you pass a dark alley. You hear the clattering of garbage cans down the alley and black cat comes whizzing by, hissing as it goes. You feel a bit tense and you say to yourself, I've got a bad feeling about this. Or a coworker starts talking excitedly at a team meeting about an idea you came up with and spoke with him about earlier in the day. You begin to feel angry and resentful, believing that he's taking credit for your idea. Your son asks you to play with him, and you brush him off when you're scrolling through your social media. You feel guilty, realizing that you've been neglecting your son recently, and you should be spending more time with him. In these cases, your feelings may be sending you important messages, and it's important to pay attention to them. But as I've mentioned, emotions are not always accurate reflections of what's really going on, so always using them as a validation of facts can be misleading. The best thing to do is to pay attention to your emotions, then step back and ask yourself, what is the actual evidence or data that the way that I'm feeling is consistent with the facts, rather than the way that I'm feeling is a validation of the facts? That would be emotional reasoning. Thanks for listening to this week's Distortion of the Day. I'm Dr. Aaron Kaplan, and I wish you the best in cognitive clarity. Thank you for listening to Mind Tricks Radio. I hope you have enjoyed the program. For more information about Mind Tricks, please go to my website, www.waikikihealth.com. Please be sure to subscribe to Mind Tricks Podcast and accompanying blog to be notified of new episodes of Mind Tricks. Please be sure to follow Mind Tricks on Facebook by following and liking posts by myself, your host, Dr. Aaron Kaplan.